Hey everybody, this is episode 67 of the 5-Minute Discipleship Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Hicks. Hi friends, so glad to have you here today. You know, this week I've been praying about discipleship and I recognize that we grow as disciples of Jesus as we invest in our spiritual lives every single day. You know, we don't wait until Sunday. The other six days of the week matter as well. And I'm so glad you're here today and I hope this episode helps you grow as a follower of Jesus Christ. Today, we are answering the question, what does it mean to fear the Lord? This week, I read about the study of 100 college students who were asked to list their fears, to take out a sheet of paper and to write down all of their fears. Well, this group of 100 college students came up with a composite list of over 500 different fears. As you can imagine, students listed things like the fear of failure, the fear of being alone, the fear of the dark, the fear of loss, and certainly the fear of spiders and snakes. But there was one fear missing from the list. No one included the fear of the Lord. You know, the Bible talks a lot about the fear of the Lord. This afternoon, I was doing some research in the book of Proverbs, and several times we see the fear of the Lord mentioned. Listen to these verses. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. To fear the Lord is to hate evil. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, turning a man from the snares of death. Better a little with the fear of the Lord than great wealth with turmoil. Through the fear of the Lord, a man avoids evil. Humility and the fear of the Lord bring wealth, honor, and life. Fear. Well, a lot of us hear that word and we don't like it. And I don't like fear either, but we need to understand what King Solomon is saying to us. When we look at the definition of the fear of the Lord, it really means that we are respecting and reverencing God. And it has great implications on how we live our lives every single day. We give God the glory, the honor, the reverence, the gratitude, praise, and preeminence that only He deserves. God holds this preeminent position in our hearts and our lives. We regard His desires over and above our own. You know, God is so great, He is so holy. He's so righteous. How can I not humble myself before him? How could I ever think that I know better than God? And this is why at the end of Solomon's life, he said in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments for this is man's all. As we read the Bible, we see that the deepest, most life-shaping, practical daily motivation for every believer is the fear of the Lord. This is the calling on your life. This is the umbrella of protection over your life. Let me give you a thought that will change your life. The fear of the Lord is meant to rule every area of your life. When you get a chance, write that statement down so you can remember it later. Let me give it to you again. The fear of the Lord is meant to rule over every area of your life. Think about it. The fear of the Lord should be the reason why I surrender my thought life to God. The fear of the Lord should be the reason why I treat my wife and children the way I do. The fear of the Lord is the reason I worship God. It's the reason I'm in his word every day. The fear of the Lord makes me aware of my own sin and makes me sensitive to the work of God in my own life. The fear of the Lord gives me courage to step out in faith. The fear of the Lord gives me wisdom when I simply do not know what to do. It's so important and so vital. When we have this proper awe and reverence and respect for God in our lives, we willingly say yes to living God's way. 
Someone once said that when there is no awe of God in our lives, we quickly become in awe of ourselves. If you are not living for God, the only alternative is to live for yourself. The fear of the Lord is really about humility. Humility is a proper attitude towards God. It's a recognition of His holiness and His greatness. That's why James chapter 4, verse 6 says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Here's today's challenge. Let us raise our level of respect for God. When God sees it one way and I see it another way, God is right. Culture doesn't define what is right. God is the only one who defines what is right in your life and mine. Let's respect and revere God enough to allow Him to lead, guide, and direct our lives. Hey, thanks again for joining me for today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love it for you to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and to leave a review. This small step helps extend the reach of this podcast so others can find out about it. Hey, thanks for helping me get the word out. And be sure to check out the show notes for today's episode at 5minutediscipleship.com backslash 67. And until next time, let's continue on our journey as followers of Jesus.